Hello, everybody. Hello. We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC Grayson. JC. We are broadcasting live and uninterrupted here in the humble home studio. What an occasion. Episode 280. The chains are off. Okay, Grayson. The chains are off? Well, that's what they say. Episode 280, the chains come off. At episode 280. It's Haven't you been getting those, 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 those? The email notifications? Exactly. From the higher ups here at Boy Oh Boy. The, the big wigs? Mm-hmm. It's just been the an empty dogs? email, and it says episode 280 is the <laughs> subject. 280. And then and, and the, the chains email, come off. The chains are off, yeah. So I don't really know what that means. I guess we'll find out what the, the higher ups, the powers that be, have in store for us. Mm-hmm. But it's exciting. It's, it's an exciting, so exciting time. Yeah. It's so sad that 280 episodes in, we still haven't gotten any further clarification on who those higher ups quite are. But <laughs> they just keep sending us emails. <laughs> The same email over. It's been this since week one. The it's same email about this episode. And like, it just, it felt kind of underwhelming. It just feels like any other week so far. But this has been years in the making in the most literal sense. Honestly. Yeah. So what? what is your hypothesis? What are you predicting will happen this episode? I don't know. I'm thinking maybe a new host. A new host? Yeah. We're getting a new host? Yeah, I would imagine so. But the, I guess the, the, the bigger question there is, is it an addition? Is this become a three-manned podcast? Or or does this become a podcast minus JC or Grayson? That's well, I'm checking the, the door right now. Yeah. No surprise entrances so far. Not yet, but we'll keep you guys updated. But it would course. definitely be a replacement because if it was an addition, huh. then it couldn't be boy oh boy. Mm-hmm. Just want to make sense. Yeah. Well, maybe there's some meaning to the to the phrasing that they've been sending every week in the emails. The chains are off. Maybe that's a hint. Maybe someone's coming out of prison. It could mm-hmm. be anyone in prison that, that you miss. Have you we considered that maybe it's not someone that we like or likes us, but someone coming out of prison to come after us to harm us? Yeah. Um, I saw big news that Jared Fogle got out a little bit ago. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, also we did make a really serious enemy in Jared. Yeah, uh, Gary Glitter as well, but I think he's back in in the slammer, as it were, because the moment he got out, he just looked at more child porn. I don't know who that is. You know, but the song. that's horrific. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. The hey, Joker dancing down the stairs. That song. I'm gonna be honest. I never watched Joker. Hey, wait. It's like an anthem song, okay? And he says like one word the entire time. It's like yeah or hey, and it's I, I really don't know how else to describe it. You would so recognize the song, if you heard it, Grayson. Okay, I promise. Well, that's good to know. It's good to know that it was written by a child predator as well. Hey, you don't know that? I don't. I don't think so. I could be singing the wrong song and accusing another musician of being a pedophile, but it's Gary Glitter's the name for sure, for sure. But he's been in prison, I think, for many, many years. Uh huh. Rightfully he, so, apparently. Yeah, got out, and then one of his first searches um, was was for I, I forget what those programs are called. What do they do when they they kind of encrypt your your searches and everything like that? They block what you're you're looking for. A VPN? Maybe it was something like that. It was a very obvious um, trail to what would I can only imagine be child porn eventually. 
Right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You really can't be running down that same road right after you get out. I mean, theoretically, never after you get out. Hopefully. Hopefully. But certainly not right after. No. No, so Gary Glitter. It shouldn't be the first thing that you do is just, kind of what I'm getting at. No, 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 no. And, and, but the point is we can take solace in the fact that Gary Glitter will not be taking over one of the chairs here at Boy Oh Boy. Good to know. That Good we are know. aware of. The higher Jared's ups. still out there. Yeah. Jared's it could be a call-in show. Jared is the host. Gary calls in every week. That'd be fun. <laughs> That would actually be a really good podcast. I would really listen to podcast. at least an episode. <laughs> that would be a shockingly good episode. Like, podcasts. Like, Can we it... do an episode of Boy Oh Boy where we play that out? Like, as Like, actors. you're Jared, I'm Gary. I feel like... I just see how it goes. For the sake of us and maybe our reputations, maybe we outsource. Maybe we find we people outsource? to play those characters. Do we think we could get Steven to play Jared? I think we could get Steven to play both roles. <laughs> this is a great idea. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think, though. Do we write it? Do we have ChatGPT write it? Or do we just let Steven riff? Oh, I think um, it needs to be a combination of all three. All three. Okay. Well, because you can't have ChatGPT write it without some guidance. Yeah. Some corrections, some, you know, little, little additions. It makes sense. When we hand said script over to Steven... It's inevitable he riffs. Yeah, He's there's a no shot. machine. That's what we call him here at Boy Oh Boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just... The odds of him actually reading the script are already pretty low. Uh-huh. The odds of him reading the script and then reading it accurately are slim mm-hmm. to none. That's a good point. That's so, a good point. But be excited for that, guys, for the next Boy Oh Boy Oh Boy episode where we have Steven acting out a theoretical podcast between gary glitter and jared fogel two individuals who have been imprisoned for molesting children or at least watching videos maybe they've not done the molesting i can't say not done the research there definitely it'd be a good thing to double check yeah something in that realm is what they've they've been you know in trouble for yeah that general you know field of expertise yeah yeah, I think so. I'm trying to remember what movie it is that I watched a couple of years ago, or maybe even last year, where it, it takes place in a school, a high school setting, and there's some motivational speaker that comes to, to the, the school to, you know, motivationally speak, and there's an edgy kid in the crowd who's like, oh, I don't like this. And then in the end, the edgy kid is justified because the motivational speaker is kiddie porn. It might have been Donnie Darko, but I don't think it is, but it might have been. Well, I've never seen Donnie Darko. Shit. And I have no clue what scene you're talking about. I'm sorry. I apologize. But it could also be from like some television show. This was just show. an experience that you had a long time you ago. You think so? Yeah, In another you were the life? Kid. I'm an Oh, shit. This happened at Brandeis High School, you're saying? Right. That's kind of wild. That is exciting. I've done a lot more thinking about Brandeis High School in the past hour than I expected today, Jason. Oh, boy. Your brother was in here for like a good half hour before we started recording, going through his yearbook. Not our yearbook. No. He it didn't involve us at all. Years after us. That yearbook is what we went through with him for some reason. As he just threw out racial epithets. <laughs> as he's wont to do, this Wilson character. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Grayson, can I give you who I personally would like to see take over, boy, oh boy? Sure. The McMahon family. Oh, boy. Yes. I also put something about our dear friend Vince. Okay. In the topic list. Yeah. Well, I'm here friends with his son, Shane, but go mm, off about Vince. Yeah. Um, WWE was purchased recently. By Endeavor Media, I believe. The parent company of the UFC. That's right. Somehow Vince McMahon has held on to, like, company leadership, and I don't understand how. Well, Dana White held on to company leadership of the UFC. 
I mean, certainly. Yes. Um, but Thank you. Dana White isn't notoriously incompetent and racist. Dana White is notoriously a woman beater. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> one of them has a little bit more bearing on how you run a company. I would also say Vince has a better track record, um, not as far as morals are concerned, but at least as far as running a successful company. Vince has been doing it for much longer than Dana. He turned a million dollars into ten billion. Dana's not done this. And then sold that ten billion for like less than nine. Well, he's got to get out while he's ahead, okay? There are so many women, so many women in his past, okay? He's just—he's <laughs> got to dip at some they're point. They're going through. They're just, just fil- line, lining up. They're mm-hmm. filing through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rightfully so. Each time they take a billion off of the market cap for WWE. They do. It's kind of tough. But now Endeavor's in charge. I mean, I guess Vince is there, but Vince isn't. I mean, he hasn't for a while, I don't think, been in charge of creative or really much of anything there, aside from being like, you know, the poster boy. But again, why Vince would be the poster <laughs> boy is a little beyond me. So It's a real mystery. Yeah, but Triple H, as far as I'm aware, is the one in charge. So shouts out to Paul, you know? Yay, Paul. Yay, Paul Levesque. He starred in the, I think, 2014 Netflix film The Chaperone. So you can check that out over on Netflix, Grayson. Good for Paul. Good for Paul Levesque, Triple H. He also goes by Hunter. So we have many options is the point. Why does he go by Hunter? Well, because his name, of course, is Hunter Hearst Helmsley, thus Triple H. So um, I thought his name was Paul. Well, his, I was under the impression. His God-given name is Paul Levesque. The name given to him by Ted Turner and the, the Turner Broadcasting Network was Terra Ryzen. T-E-R-R-A-R-Y-Z-I-N, first and last. Um, the name given to him by Vince McMahon was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the Connecticut Blue Blood. And that has morphed into Triple H. Does that all kind of add up? I'm going to stick with Paul. Trip. Oh, okay. Some people call him Trips, which is cool, I think. So, again, the options are kind of endless. And so, yeah, Vince is a great pick to, to take over the Boy Oh Boy podcast, especially seeing as he might not be with WWE very much longer. Endeavor might give him the boot. Uh, also, he has a cool new mustache that could go over huge with our audience. Our audience of completely listeners. Yeah. They don't see anything. Well, like, we can't get on this podcast and talk about, like, the struggles of growing and maintaining a mustache. You know? Why not? Well, I can't yet. I mean, I could. It would look real shitty. Vince's looks real. Vince's occupies maybe the bottom quarter of that space between the nose and upper lip. So it's a real, like, thin one. It's real thin. And also, clearly, Just for Men has been used in it. And also on the top of his head. Because his hair is dark. Okay? Darker than it ever was when he was he was chairman of the board. Okay? That's very funny. Yeah. So he's killing it. He, I feel like he would look like Walt Disney. That may not be inaccurate. He only, he only revealed it publicly a couple days ago at the Hall of Fame ceremony. Where guess what? Was he uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame? No, of course not. Oh. He, he is, he's going to be dead by the time he's inducted because he would never put himself in. You know, or he'd have to be like completely removed from the company. But he, the photo where it was revealed, it was with the Great Muda <gasps> for the Great Muda's induction. Wow! I know. And then guess what? Rey Mysterio also got inducted into the Hall of Fame the same night. 
Rey Mysterio had a match against his son Dominic on the first night of WrestleMania this past weekend. Guess what Rey Mysterio was wearing? A Great Muda mask. No, it was a Rey Mysterio mask inspired by the Great Muda's mask. Wow. I know. I know. Uh, some backstory to Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio at WrestleMania. In 2013, Rey Mysterio tweeted out, Just got on the bus. Can't wait to get home later and beat my kids. Hashtag WWE 2K13. He was promoting the company's video game. Wow. Yes. You know who wouldn't beat their kids? Who's that? The Great Muda. I don't know about that. Oh. I mean, I can't say for certain if he has or not. But when I look at him, I don't see not a child beater. I do. Okay. It's just... That's nice. Woman abuser. Yes. Potentially. Child beater, no. Okay. We're saying that he has the look of someone who could do these things, correct? Right. Not someone who has done these things? Well, in some other wrestling companies, mm -hmm. he may have done some suspicious things. Oh, no. That does make sense, actually. Child toucher. But um, certainly not in WWE. No. No, not there. Not there. Not yet. No. Kate Muda maybe. would be a terrible addition to this podcast and i love that i say it with all due respect to the wrestling legend that is the great muda the man can't speak english it'd just be a rough go on boy oh boy no it'd be really good to have vince mcmahon and the great muda <laughs> listen have a podcast together we haven't even gotten to my pick the whole reason i brought up the mcmahon heritage the mcmahon name okay my pick is is is, is vince's son is, is shane mcmahon okay shane omac himself mm, why not paul well, because of his qualifications, okay? Because I, I ask you this, Grayson. Mm -hmm. Has Triple H ever returned to the WWE, um, been put in charge of booking the Royal Rumble, which is one of the biggest shows of the year, right? Um, and this, this is the night of his return, right? He's booking the Royal Rumble. It's a big deal. And he decides, you know what I'm going to do as the booker of this match, of the biggest, one of the biggest shows of the year? And again, this is this is me asking you if Triple H has ever done this. Has mm -hmm. Triple H ever, with that responsibility, um, made the entire match about him, um, despite him not deserving any? Listen, 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 <laughs> listen. There's just so much here, Grayson. Let's take it out of context. It's, I'm Shane trying did to this. listen, but Shane McMahon did this. <laughs> listen, listen, JC. I'm yeah. trying to listen. Okay. But you have said nothing Look so here far. and listen. Nothing has Look been said. Look here and listen. I gotta, I gotta take it uh -huh. out. I gotta take it out. So you can't, if you'd like to, you can imagine Triple H doing this, but that's not the point. The point is, this is what Shane McMahon has done. These are his qualifications. Shane McMahon returns to wrestling in a backstage capacity, and in his first night backstage, he's like, you know what? Why not put me on screen and make me the main character? And then afterwards, have that pay-per-view go on to be like, known as one of the worst of all time, right? And then because it's received so poorly, your dad fires you, okay? And then you're you're gone from the company for about like two years. And now it's WrestleMania and The Miz and Snoop Dogg are hosting WrestleMania, okay? And The Miz is upset with Snoop Dogg because Snoop Dogg volunteered him for an impromptu match the night prior against Pat McAfee. You following the story so far? Yep, Pat McAfee. Okay, Pat McAfee. You know who Pat McAfee is? He made a computer software that protects you against viruses. No. No, he was a punter in the NFL. Oh, of course. Yes. No, I was thinking John McAfee. Yeah, silly you, silly you. Point is, Snoop Dogg screwed The Miz, okay? 
hopefully not in front of anybody. Well, it was in front of a sold-out show or a crowd in Hollywood, California. My goodness, were there children there? Many. <laughs> they should be in prison. Tens, tens, tens of, of thousands, actually. <laughs> they should be in prison with that Gary guy. There were millions more watching oh, on no. the live broadcast. Um, so the very next night, the Miz is still sore from all this. And he confronts Snoop Dogg. I would imagine. Yeah. He confronts Snoop Dogg. And he's like, Snoop Dogg, why'd you do that to me? The kids. And then Snoop Dogg is like, my bad. And Miz is like, Let, let's fight right now. And Snoop Dogg's like, me? I'm not going to fight. But you know who is? Here comes the money. Here we go. Shane McMahon comes out. This man has been shamed. This man has been ostracized from the World Wrestling Federation his dad got rid of him after he fucked up the Royal Rumble, okay? Now he's back. The crowd loves it. The infamous music's playing. The, 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 the money, the, the, the cha-ching sounds are going crazy, right? Are you following? Mm-hmm. Shane McMahon gets into the ring. He is about to fight The Miz. These two have a, a storied past, The Miz and Shane McMahon, okay? They fought at WrestleMania before in a really good match that went like 35 minutes. That no one was expecting to happen. That was like four years ago, okay? Here they are. Impromptu match. The Miz is in an expensive suit. And now he has to wrestle? That's unfair, right? Either way, Snoop Dogg's the host. He rings the bell. The Miz versus Shane McMahon is happening. They lock up. Shane McMahon sends Miz into the ropes. Miz comes back off the ropes. Shane goes for a leapfrog where he gets his body up over the Miz. However, midway through his jump for the leapfrog, he just crumbles to the ground. And grabs his leg. And the Miz stands up. And he's ready to fight. And he looks down and sees Shane just in a pile. <laughs> Mere seconds into their impromptu match after Shane McMahon has just returned after two years away. And Miz is, he has to act all angry. And like he's about to beat up Shane. But then he realizes, oh wait, I think my boss's son is injured. Um, and the referees come and check on him. And uh, believe it or not... Um, Shane McMahon has torn his quad um, within two seconds of his return. And, uh, I mean, quick thinker that he is, Snoop Dogg gets into the ring and just punches The Miz and beats him. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, um, Snoop Dogg pinned The Miz for Shane, I guess. Um, so, shouts good out. Good on Snoop Dogg. Yeah, no, Snoop Dogg what did a great. Champ. Absolutely. And good for The Miz for having no ego about it. It's being like, yep, I guess I'm losing the Snoop Dogg now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Shane tore his quad oh. in front of 80,000 plus people. It's better what's, than what Snoop Dogg did. Well, I mean, at least Snoop Dogg got some like enjoyment out of it. Shane was just painful and embarrassing. Wow. Snoop Dogg, he, just some sick enjoyment there, right? I, mean, I would that and then beat the poor guy afterwards. Well, apparently. and that. That's very rude, actually. That is very rude. Um, but no, shouts out to the McMahon family and their um, very fragile little quads. <laughs> they have a history. <laughs> I, I do recall Mr. McMahon diving into the ring and tearing both of his. Yeah, at the same time, actually. It's remarkable. And did you say diving into the ring? Well, sliding, yeah, really. Sliding yeah, sliding would be the, the proper wording there. Um even more astounding part about that is Vince wasn't wrestling. <laughs> Vince wasn't even scheduled to be out there that night, but at least Shane but, was. Uh, credit to Vince, where his son crumpled up and apparently just gave up 
Vince sat there and continued his job. Well, his like I mean, I guess so. Champ. But Shane McMahon was he has no ill will toward the Miz in real life, you know? Shane McMahon and holy fuck, Shane McMahon and Mike Mizanin have no real life beef. But in that moment, Vincent Kennedy McMahon wanted to kill Dave Batista and Jonathan Felix Cena, okay? I know all the real names. Aren't I cool? You're so cool. Thank you. Why did he again? Okay, so this goes back to the Royal Rumble match. Oh, boy. This is an important concept. Have I made you watch a Royal Rumble match before? Nope. Okay. It's a big match with 30 people. One person comes out every couple minutes. I want to clarify. I think the only wrestling you've ever had me watch was the one with the Great Muda. Okay, okay. Yeah, there was no Royal Rumble that night. Uh, Wrong company. But Royal Rumble... It starts with two people. One person enters every few minutes. You throw out opponents. If you throw your opponents over the top rope, they're eliminated. Last person standing after like an hour wins, you know? That all add up. Mm -hmm. So they do it once a year. It's always big. It's always fun. Shane McMahon ruined it last year or a couple years ago, right? How did he ruin it? Um, well, he goes quads again. (laughs) No, no, no. Unfortunately, again, he was returning backstage like to be a creative person. Um, and he said, oh, I have such a creative idea. Um, let's have me be in the match and make it to final three, despite being in my 50s and having no place in, in the finale of this massive match to determine the main event of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And then also it was just poorly booked as well. It was just not fun to watch. But in 2005, it got down to the final two, Batista and John Cena. And... Uh, John Cena was supposed to throw out Batista and like have it be like really close, like oh my gosh, John Cena almost fell out. Tough thing about it, John Cena did fall out. So Batista and John Cena hit the floor at the exact same time. I do recall this now. Yes, um, and that's been something they've tried to do in the past, like in storyline. Like there have been years where they've been like oh, they hit at the same time, and Even then they, they show it. And different. No, it was very, but this was unintended, and they did hit hit at the exact exact same time. And so Vince had to come out and restart the match. Um, so that's that story. Again, God rest the soul of his quads, I guess. Poor man. But he has a mustache now, so he's killing it. I kind of want to see a picture. Do you have a picture, JC? Um, not on me. I should get one for my wallet. I would <laughs> that agree, would be great. yeah. <laughs> Brandy doesn't like my photo of her deceased. Why would she? <laughs> um, it's horrifying. But let me find Vince McMahon mustache. Which also, Steven today sent me a, a tweet from Vince McMahon from back in 2018 that I'd forgotten about um, on, I believe, January 16th or January 26th of that year. January 16th? <gasps> and on where, that, was, where was Vince McMahon uh, on January 16th? Where was he? Uh, he he wishes every member of his roster uh, in the WWE a happy birthday on Twitter, right? Or at least the big ones. He wished, he wished Shane McMahon a happy birthday on Twitter. And the wrestling world thought this was hilarious because he's wishing his, his flesh and blood, his son, a happy birthday on Twitter is Vince McMahon. Um, but, oh, I found his mustache, Grayson. <gasps> you know what? Here's the photo of him with the Great Muda, actually. Oh, boy. Read it and weep, okay? I'm weeping. I know. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah? That is a look. Yeah, a good one. It is a decision. Mm-hmm. He definitely looks like somebody. Do you know who the Great Muda and Vince are with in that photo? No. That's Paul. Paul! That's Trips Hunter Terrorizing. Yay, yeah. Paul! Paul is awesome. I should have guessed because he was also being inducted into the Hall of Fame that same evening, correct? Uh, No, no. Oh. Triple H is actually the man who... He, he's Shane McMahon's brother-in-law. No, it was... 
Uh, Ray Mysterio. Mysterio. Ray Mysterio was a short man with a mask. Very different. Yeah. Hispanic, even. Triple H. Even? Well, Triple H is so white. Like, unmistakably mm. white. They used to call him the Connecticut Blue Blood. And I don't foresee that nickname going to anyone else. You know? I don't really know what it means. Well, a blue blood is someone who's like very sophisticated and like high society. And Connecticut is just all rich people. So I think that's kind of where it comes from. I'm going to be honest. Even though I heard you say Connecticut this whole time. Yeah. My brain was processing it as Kentucky. No. So I was very confused. No, no, no. Not like high. you were saying Connecticut. Yeah. I was hearing Kentucky. I mean, they probably have a high society in Kentucky too. No. Like that's the horse races. Those are no. for rich people. Right? I mean, I guess, but like, no one stays there. No, they go in, watch the horses leave. Oh shit! No, that does make sense. You're saying Paducah isn't filled with, well, high society. Mm-hmm. No, that's unfortunate for Paducah. It's very sad. Um, so, shouts out to the McMahon's. That again, we still have yet to see why the chains are off and in what way they are. But I'm excited, Grayson. Aside from that, the chains are on though, JC, for Donald you- Trump. Oh, Poor shit. Guy. Have oh you been my keeping gosh. up with this? Wow. Have you noticed that a former president of the United States is in court right now? Have I noticed it? Have you noticed? Well, like, Did I, you hear about this funny little thing? Listen, the other day I, I saw that this man was indicted. And then I said to myself, I'm pretty sure I know what that word means. But the way everyone's reacting online makes it sound very, very different. And then I looked it up and I think I was right. Being indicted is just being charged with a crime, correct? Right. Not so, being convicted. Correct. Okay. He has been charged. Okay. Um, and then there is a part where you have to go to court, yeah. basically show up. Yeah. And a week before, so he showed up to court on Tuesday. Shouts out. A week before, he said on, you know, True Social. It's his favorite website, True I Social. Saw. Uh, you saw. <laughs> you keep up with him. You follow him there. Naturally. Um, he said, hey, guys, I think I'm going to be arrested next week. Just so you know. Like, just letting you know, I think I'm going to be arrested next week. And then Don't worry, I want out. to be arrested. Is that kind of the gist of it? Um, no. Oh, shoot. No. He wasn't really looking forward to getting arrested. Uh. Um, but this week, it came. Um, Tuesday, it showed up, and he didn't get arrested. Instead, he flew to New York. That's cool. In his own plane. Wow. That's his name on the side of it. Really? And he showed up in New York, and now he's in court. Okay. The same court where they have that that photo of Takashi six nine on the wall, because it's kind of cool. I honestly don't know. No, okay. Well, I think the New York Supreme Court they got they got Takashi on the wall. I don't think he's in the New York Supreme. Damn court. it. Okay, fine. The New York Supreme Court, by the way, really isn't so supreme. It's like the lowest level court in New York. <laughs> <laughs> I had to learn it all when I was in journalism school in New York, and it was really fucked up. Okay. It's <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, it's a little dumb. It's a little, little dumb. Um, but Grayson, I need to know, what else, not what else, what has been going on in your week? What have you been doing? Well, I got some paintbrushes. Okay. I'm kind of excited about those. The paintbrushes? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to paint? A, 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 you should. You should do a, a court sketch, but paint it, of, of our president, our for, <laughs> my president. Your I'm president. Currently, yeah, on trial in New York City. I think that'd be great. You could send it to them afterwards to hang it. That's be really competitive idea. with like the actual court artist, you know. Mine's better. Mm-hmm. Try to like take his job from him. That sounds like a good idea. I think so. Why not? 
Well, because I don't really want to paint Trump. But if why? I don't really like how he looks. But that you can almost have more fun with that if you don't like how someone looks. He's kind of ugly. Yeah, ugly people are almost easier to paint and draw. Right, but I want to paint and draw beautiful things that okay. are pretty. I understand. I understand. such as um, flower. Tolkien. Oh, sorry, I was looking at the old Tolkien man on is the wall. Very beautiful. Tol- yes, no, I I would agree. I would agree. Stephen is another gorgeous masterpiece on the wall. I see. Um, yeah. Teddy Roosevelt. Yes, true. All beautiful, beautiful creatures. You're right. So Trump wouldn't fall into that category. No. What about a young Trump? You know, young Trump was a relatively handsome guy. But I mean, I guess. But the money really helps. You know, like if you just see him on the street wearing like shorts, flip flops, and a T-shirt, I'm like, he's just—he's a guy. He's tall. You know, that's what I would. Speaking of tall, his son. His son is so stinking tall. I remember. Yes. Baron Trump. He's only grown taller. That's so exciting. He he just gets taller and taller. I don't understand it. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Are you jealous? I'm just. I kind of feel bad for him. Mm. I think I've expressed this to you in the past. Anytime I see someone taller than me, I just kind of feel bad. I understand. There's no hiding for Baron. No. That's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> no, there definitely isn't. Poor mm. guy. Damn. I just saw today that Young Gravy is six foot seven, which I just assumed he was a short dude. I had no clue he was a, a giant, a monster among men. But there he is. You know? Hmm. You knew this? I did not. You're you're you don't. I didn't think he was short. I thought he was just average. Okay. Okay. I thought he was probably like five ten. Well, that's kind of what I mean when I say short. Oh. But no, he's he's quite tall. I think taller than you at six seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. That's young gravy. That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you jealous of him? A little. You are. But that's more of like his talent. Right. Okay. Not the height thing. No. The lyrical ability. Correct. Is more what you're okay, okay, okay. I mean, you just gotta give it a shot, Grayson. I know it's been a while, but you know. It's you can been a freestyle, while. yeah. You're right. Yeah. You wanna hit us with a little freestyle right now? No. I can give you a topic to riff on. No. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Sorry about it. Oh, by the way, guys, disclaimer. If you are tuning in after listening to the to the raucous good time that last week's episode was, uh, I believe the episode was titled "Why Metformin Might Be Right for You" or maybe right, whatever the commercial thing is. Metformin is not right for you. It's not right for anyone unless you have diabetes and need it. Okay, uh, because apparently it does have bad effects. And my doctor, my medical doctor, Miss Piper, told me why. Okay, and those reasons are that it can cause your kidney to fail and it can cause appendicitis or something like that that doesn't sound right it's something so don't I take it yeah it's very rare but also so too is the chance of, of having a heart attack after the vaccine but here we are you know and so what my doctor recommended was taking berberine instead and she even she she sat there on her computer and like looked up all the effects with me and, and was trying to tell me like where to buy it from you know, she took like a good 10 minutes of her time to just do this. So, so yet nice again, Jenny was right. Jenny was right again. We should never question. Honestly. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So we apologize for our misguided medical advice last week. But now we know. Take berberine. It is more expensive, but you will have a working kidney. So? 
Well, we can't guarantee you'll have a working kidney. Your kidney we shouldn't just... decrease in function. Right, yeah. Yeah, And if it does, okay, sorry. Sorry. Our it's bad. not our fault. You listen to Jenny, not us, okay? That was Jenny's fault. Yeah. Jenny is responsible for anything that goes wrong on this podcast. Maybe Jenny is the higher-ups. <laughs> you think I Jenny's think been sending those emails this whole time? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't oh, think no. I found BMNW naturally. It was my, all planned. I think this was a plot from It was Jenny. a coordinated effort by Jenny. Jenny was rigging my YouTube algorithm, okay? Jenny does have that much power. I know she does. We all know she does. But I don't know. Should we be scared of that or should we be happy that a woman who who is so close to us in proximity, not proximity, but you know, who is so, so involved in our worlds holds so much power? Personally, I'm thrilled. Yeah. But I just, what if we ever get on Jenny's bad side? I don't foresee I mean, that. You might. I may. I would never. How so? What do you mean, how so? How am I going to get on Jenny's bad side? I'm just saying, like, with you, it's hypothetically possible. Uh Uh-huh. With me, no. Are you saying that based on the fact that she gave you a kiss and not me? Right. Was it a hug or a kiss? I really don't remember now. It was a kiss on the cheek. It was a kiss? Oh, shit. In my head, I think I've been trying to reduce the the impact, the trauma. I I think I had convinced myself it was just a hug. No. No, you really missed out. A kiss. Mm-hmm. On the lips with Jenny G. All the boy could ever want. Honestly. Damn. That's so sad. Grayson, do people our age say that rocks? Like if something's cool, do do people generally in our age range say, oh, that rocks? Not frequently. I don't think so either, right? Okay. Because this person I was tattooing the other day, she's like early 30s, I think. She was saying that because she's also a tattoo artist and she's been tattooing a bunch of people like in our age range. Right. And she was saying that so many of the the Gen Z people are then her example is just one person says that's that that rocks and that she really didn't like it. But I didn't think this was a problem with us at large. And now I feel a little bit more justified. Yeah, I think that's just that one person, that one weirdo. Yeah. Okay. Loser even. One might say that. Okay. Okay. That's good. I, I have more. I'm s- that one. I oh, would say that. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not. You should stop saying that. It's too late. <laughs> Shit. Damn it's it. Been said the damage has been done. Oh man, you are the one getting replaced by the higher ups. It's no. definitely you. It's because you refuse to stop. No, but but hear me out, JC. It's a if problem. the higher ups are Jenny, I'm never getting replaced. If Jenny had to sit down with you a one on one and she said, Grayson, I love you dearly. I want to tongue kiss you all the time. But one thing. Just you can't be saying that rocks. What do you do? You look Jenny in the face and you say, never stopping, Jenny. Try to stop me. See what happens, Jenny. Is that what you say? I think you misinterpreted I'm the one person thing. Huh? I think you've misinterpreted all of this because I would never say that rocks. Oh, I thought you were the one person who says that rocks. No, I'm the one person that says that they're a loser. Oh, Oh, yeah, so what's the point of this hypothetical? You should have stopped me sooner. Well, because I didn't understand that you didn't understand what I was saying. I feel like I understood quite well. You just phrased it poorly. Well, no, 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 because I said one might say that. You said, would you say that they're a loser? And then I said one might say that. And then I said I would be that one. Mm-hmm. When you say one might say that, I thought you mean like, yeah, one Gen Zer might say that being that rocks. No, no, no. One like, might say do that. Do people say that rocks? And then you say... One might say that a no, couple no, no, seconds later. No, no, like, no, 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 You had said, yeah. would you call that person a loser? Mm. I said one might say that. I see. Okay. 
I am the one that would call them a loser. Just, just to make sure to get clarification yeah. for Jenny, like explicit clarification. You don't say that rocks. Correct. Thank God. Okay, crisis averted. If I do, it is infrequent and involuntary. All these emails have been for nothing. It's been coerced. Okay, like there's that was the whole impetus for them booting you this episode and the chains being taken off. That's so messed up. But no, it sounds like we're good to keep the chains on now. I don't really want the chains though. Oh shit, you don't? No. You just want to leave boy oh boy? Yeah, we can get up and go. I need ice cream, JC. What we the didn't fuck? do ice cream. We're 36 before. minutes in. JC, what are you trying to do? JC, I didn't get ice cream before the podcast today. Yeah. We'll get it I after. wanted ice cream. We'll get it after. It just sounds like you were trying to close the podcast. No, no, there. no. If you check the topic list, one of my topics is that I didn't get ice cream before the podcast. No, no, no. I understand that. Just like the, the way you segued into it really sounded like an outro. Um, I'm sorry, JC. Like, yeah, but let's I would... get up and go, I believe was what you said. <laughs> JC, I would never do an outro. I wouldn't like step on your turf in that way. But no, but you could help me get there because guess what? If we were an hour in, I would have been like, fuck yeah, Grayson. Let's do this shit. JC, that'd be ridiculous. The like, outros are your thing. I would never intercede into your realm. What do they call that when 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 a business has all their different people and all their different uh, sections working like really cohesively? That's called synergy. Synergy. The synergy would have been off. The, the synergy would have rocked. Okay. <laughs> would have rocked. It would have rocked. That's horrible. So bad. Who says that? <laughs> oh, God. So okay, you didn't get your ice cream. I didn't get my ice cream, JC. That does not rock. But I gotta tell you, JC. I'm so hungry now that I'm all the more excited for it. Me too. I, I mean, I, I'm not super, super hungry, but I'm hungry enough. Right. Yeah. I bought five gallons of popcorn. <laughs> I impulsively <laughs> ate a lot of it prior to coming here today. <laughs> now I apologize. I wouldn't be hungry. Gosh started, it, JC. Why did you eat so much popcorn? Listen. You fool. Listen, there's that place down the road from my apartment that oh, I discovered aware. called the Real Popcorn. Mm-hmm. R-E-E-L Popcorn. You know, like a movie reel. That's it. I went inside and holy shit, what the fuck? It's cutest in the m- most uncute way. Okay, you enter in and there's a projector and movie seats and movie posters everywhere and like photos of gangsters and shit. But like, it's just wide open to their popcorn kitchen too. Like, there's no separation. So like, if you're watching a movie, and I don't understand the context in which someone's watching a movie at the popcorn place, but if you are. You just hear the popcorn machines going feet from you without even a wall separating you. It's very odd, okay? But I went there like, probably a week, a little over a week ago, and I got two samples. And both the samples are pretty good. And I was like, you know what? I'll go back there and get food for real because they have these tins of popcorn. And if you buy a tin one time, you bring it back clean, they'll fill up your tin for half off for forever, okay? And so I go. And I'm and because I, I, I'm about to watch WrestleMania with one of my neighbors a few days ago, right? And I'm like, I have to bring something because I, I thought it was going to be like this little like house party he was throwing. It was just us two. I was so confused. OK, the way he presented it was that like there were going to be people there. And then I showed up and it was just me watching WrestleMania with my neighbor. OK, but when, when he sends this invite, I'm like, I can't show up on empty handed because, again, I think it's a, a party. Um, and. So I went to the popcorn place. I was like, you know what? This will be my excuse to get the tin. And I go to buy the small, and the man stops me. He's like, well, actually, it's not very cost efficient if you get the small because if you just came in here and bought a regular bag, it ends up being what the price of half the tin is, blah, 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 blah. So he talks me into getting the medium-sized tin, which is gallons of popcorn. Why is that the medium? Because the large and the extra large. There's an extra large? The extra large is a trash can. (laughs) 
I'm not like it's it's a tin the size of a large trash can, like a household tra- not a bathroom trash can, a household trash can, okay? And so I get this tin and I pay thirty eight dollars for it, okay? And mm. I, I think if I had to guess, I'm gonna say five five gallons are probably in there, okay? And now when I go back, it'll only be. What's half of 38, JC? 19. Sorry. You know what? I got the numbers wrong. I paid 28 for it. Fuck you. Okay. Mm. So what's half of 28? 14. Wow. But then I tip too because normally I wouldn't tip in a scenario like that where I'm just going and buying food, right? And like they're not serving me, all that kind of stuff. But these guys make the popcorn to order, okay? You tell them what you want. They go into the room with no walls, and then, and then they make your popcorn. <laughs> the room with no walls is such an <laughs> ominous way to describe the popcorn kitchen. That's what they it go is. into the room with no walls. Uh huh. And then he made me my popcorn. I got and, and also you can't get a divider in the small tins, only the medium and up. So in the medium and up, you can get three flavors divided. In a small, you can only get flavors mixed together. I'm sincerely surprised you do not get a large or an extra large well just the medium is already this big of a tin you know like this big there's no way i can eat that amount of popcorn without it expiring first you know like i believe in you well i did it i've already it's gone the tin the tin got finished this morning i the the free three flavors i got were atomic because they ran out of buffalo regular butter popcorn and then kettle corn, okay? Because I got, like, what are the three most inoffensive flavors I can bring to, like, this, this party thing? Mm-hmm. And there was a good amount eaten by the two of us that night. Then a couple days later, or the day later, I tattooed Brandy's best friend and her boyfriend. And so... I was a little confused. I saw your Instagram post for that because it was from um, the Shrek Toes. Right, yes. Yeah. Um, and one of them, I was like, oh, that must be Shrek Toes with the t- new tattoo. And then the other one was a very hairy leg. <laughs> that would be your boyfriend. Um, I was a little confused there for a moment. That's, that's Shrek Toes' boyfriend, actually, Grayson. Yeah. And so, point is, there are four people there, myself included in that number, and the popcorn is what gets eaten. And then at that point, it's like, what, like half the tin left? I'll finish that in two days. That I did. So, wow. yeah, it's a little shameful, but listen... I will only buy it. I'm only going to refill that tin for occasions like a WrestleMania party. Okay? Like, I'm not just going to go and fill it up because it's empty. I don't know if I believe that. I do believe it. Because $14 is still kind of a lot. You know? See, that's why you should have gotten the extra large. It would have been so much more cost efficient. I guess so. But also, you're going to find that I'm showing up with popcorn to a lot of occasions. You know? (laughs) We're showing up to every Steven San Antonio trip with a bucket of popcorn. (laughs) We just are. Like, that's going to be part of the, the, the drive there. We should do a Steven San Antonio trip to see the Mario movie. I heard it was very good. I have heard almost nothing about it, except for the fact that Chris Pat is Mario and Charlie Day is Luigi. And of that's course. kind of, like, compelling enough for I me. believe Jack Black is, is Bowser. Bowser. This is true. Um, and I think uh, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, Chess Lady Whatever her name was. Sh- Abigail Peach. Shapiro? No, no. Abigail Shapiro. <laughs> what does she have to do with chess? I oh, said chest. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Chess. My bad. Chess. I don't know any From chess From that Netflix ladies. show. House of Cards. That's not chess. That's Game about of the Thrones. presidency. That's HBO. 
Queen, Shape of Water, Queen's Gambit. Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Gambit. Her. She's in it as Peach. Okay. I understand. Kind of. I got a little lost there. Thought we were talking about House of Cards. I was really excited for a moment. I've never seen it. But just the thought. Mm-hmm. Is a li- Maybe I'll watch it. I need a new show to watch. I can start watching that. I heard it was good. Kevin Spacey. Love him. He could be a new host of Boy Oh Boy. <laughs> Add him to the list. <laughs> yeah. Jared, Gary, and Kevin. Absolutely. Absolutely. What the fuck were we just talking about? Popcorn? Popcorn. Okay. And the Mario movie. That's true. Yeah, we can go do that. We can absolutely. We have, to, we have to find a time. We have to find a time that works for Steven. He's a busy boy. He's a okay? busy, busy boy. Busy boy, busy bee. I need to get back to this fucking lady I was tattooing. <laughs> okay? Why? Because there's just so much more to that story. Okay? About the. Okay. okay. So that's us when we're finally doing the tattoo, right? And we're at my apartment. I'm tattooing her at that point. But this is supposed to be a tattoo trade where she, she, I'm not, neither of us are paying for tattoos. We're both tattoo artists. We're tattooing each other, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like a cool way to network, a cool way to, to like, because i've already gotten like multiple people following me just because and she hasn't even posted it yet just from her existing as a tattoo artist and showing people her tattoos people have followed me from the 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 half done tattoo i did on her right Mm -hmm. but we have this all set up and originally i'm gonna get my part of the tattoo done at her place and then we would go back to my place where i tattoo for us to do hers right Mm -hmm. and so i show up and grayson like i had already been to where she tattoos because I did like a consult thing the week before, right? So this is me showing backup for this tattoo. And when I, it's, it's very dark and like, it's weird conditions for a tattoo setup, right? To each their own. It was just, I was a little surprised when I first entered it. And, but now I'm back there. And she has this little dog too. The dog's name is Gigi, okay? And Gigi's a great dog. When I saw it the other day, it was very, very fuzzy and furry, like very poofy little dog. It very now it's shaved it is oh boy it is a shaved dog and it looks a thousand times cuter okay it looks like oh my god well i don't know how to describe it it looks like a cartoon dog now like the dog in the simpsons is there like a beat up crippled dog in the simpsons or like a an beat old dog up, crippled dog yeah in the simpsons? is there like or maybe it's like a really they old have a dog. dog named santa's little helper is it old at any point no is there a cartoon in there's... which there's a really old dog um I mean, there's one episode of Futurama, which is made by the same person as The Simpsons, in which a dog uh, waits for Fry to return from his pizza job where he delivered pizza and got sent to the future, and he never shows back up, and the dog ages and then dies. Oh, that's sad. It's very sad. It's an incredibly sad scene. I'm sorry about it. It's actually tragic, and it makes me cry every time. It doesn't. But it's a very sad scene, and that dog is old. It's okay if it makes you cry every time. It does. This dog just looks so cute shaved, okay? At first, when it had all its hair, it was like a little scary. Cute scary, but still scary. Now it's just adorable. And I loved that dog, okay? Mm-hmm. And I like petted it a little bit. But then it just kind of like hovered around me the whole time, right? It was just like always at my feet. And I was just afraid to step. If I stepped on it, I would kill the dog. It's not even joking. Like I would murder the dog if I stepped on it. It's that little and frail. And it's also like 15 years old, okay? But I, I go in to like shave down my arm at one point because you have to shave your arm before a tattoo, right? Or shave wherever you're tattooing. And when I do, she's like, oh, I'm sorry about the smell. Um, I think it's coming from the sink, right? And I didn't smell anything. I just smelled the soap I was shaving myself with, you know? But she apologizes for it. Um, and then what's at one point she mentions just in the course of conversation that, like, she it just got, got really, really brutal. I was getting, like, a little, like, lightheaded just 
not nauseated or nauseous from being there, but just like I was starting to feel like just odd. Like my head felt weird, like all foggy, right? And at one point she said something like, yeah, sometimes I, just, I can't tell the difference between like what's real and what's not. And she like laughs to herself a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, There's a gas leak in that building, JC. And then what also happens. They have happens, a mold problem. What also happens is um, at one point she, the tattoo artist is cutting with scissors, like a whole bunch of like of the different stencil stuff that we have. You use stencils to cut stuff for tattoos, right? And when she picks up her scissors, her dog like runs to me. Okay, and so it's like yelping, like uh, yelping at her own, at the at the owner, right, at the tattoo artist, and like barking, like really, really like weird, and then like it, it goes on, and she's like all concerned about her dog, and like why are you like doing that, and all this kind of stuff, and then some time goes by and the dog is like still just like barking at her owner a whole bunch and then eventually she picks up the scissors again and the dog starts like freaking the fuck out like i like get like legitimately scared because the how the way the dog is reacting and like i don't know what is happening here but as i'm sitting there like really lightheaded this dog freaking out on my lap like being all over me and i'm looking at this woman with scissors i remember the fact that she said there was a weird smell coming from her kitchen and like there's a really good chance i'm about to get killed right now and I truly in that moment believed I think I might be dying. But thank God her her machine or whatever wasn't working. Um, like we were trying over and over again. It just kept printing things out really shittily. And we decided we weren't going to be able to do the tattoo there. And so like within like three minutes of – I'm in like actual terror at this point. I'm not expressing it. And I'm also severely lightheaded. Um, I then get outside because we just agree we're going to do it at my place. So she like, has, has to pack up all her stuff, and then I head there. And then I emerge from the apartment, and there's fresh air, and I feel like, holy shit, okay, 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 we're good. And then I get in my car, and I'm still, like, reeling from this thing, and I still feel, like, completely lightheaded a little bit. Like, it was momentary relief when I stepped outside, but then I still felt so foggy and so bad. And then the entire drive home, Grayson, it was supposed to be a, like a 21-minute drive because they live kind of where near you are, right? Mm -hmm. And I was just like – the drive kept going on. And every time I'd look at my navigator, it would just keep increasing by like five minutes, my ETA. And like it just felt like I was going nowhere. And so I think my total car ride was like 45, 50 minutes by the time I got back to my apartment, right? But in the moment, it just felt like – this was never ending. Like my car ride was just never ending. I still felt so lightheaded. I was so confused. And I felt like maybe I was like dying or dead. I didn't know, was I dreaming? And what I usually do when I'm in a scenario like that, and I'm like, I can't tell if I'm dreaming right now or not. I try to like fact check. I try to like look for something in the environment that my brain wouldn't be able to come up with on its own, you know? And so I like try to like read signs or read like license plate numbers all this kind of thing, but nothing in my vicinity I could find, I couldn't also just come up with my head. Like there was like everything I was looking at, I was like, no, I could reasonably just think of that in a dream or like I could just reason, like I wouldn't need to like actually see it to come up with that. Like, but normally it's such an effective strategy for like grounding myself, but it wasn't working, okay? And then finally I got back to my apartment and I took two ibuprofens and just laid down until they got there. And then I felt better, but there was a, massive headache and extreme terror and it was legitimately like the most dissociated i've ever felt in my life so that happened do you think it is like mold or a gas leak in their apartment i had never considered i just thought like oh i think i had a headache and was like scared because of this dog yelping a whole bunch you know 
But the, that is definitely spooky. What the heck was up? Do you, do you think she trimmed all the dog's hair herself? That's why I was freaking well, that's out. What I legitimately, that might be it, right? Like the dog just didn't like having its hair cut and those yeah. were the scissors used. Um, maybe. But like the dog felt like a real like life person. Like felt like, because it was, it was so nice to me and everything. It was like so, so, so kind and nice. It was legit. Like everything she did, it freaked out at the owner, you know? Mm. And also the tattoo artist is great right like she she's she's great but also she has like some like face tattoos and a whole bunch of stuff like where like not that she looks creepy but like if she were cast to be like play a creepy character she could do it you know like she could get there Mm -hmm. you know and so like just all these things racing in my head i was like i think i'm about to get killed and i truly believed that well congrats on not getting killed thank you and tattoo went great I didn't get to finish it, but we're like halfway through. So wow, yeah, it's a great old time. My first portrait tattoo, Grayson. It's exciting times. Is that the one that you told me about that you practiced? I did practice it. So would you like to see its current progress on real skin? I would love to, because on the fake skin it looked really good. It's so exciting. Let's see. Uh, we're like kind of like a little over halfway through mm-hmm. you know most of it we have to go and like add like a whole bunch of shadows and everything but for the most and she also didn't want the movie title on it she just wants like the straight portrait so oh. this is where we're at Gray why the not the movie title she just didn't want it she just decided she asked if i could take it off oh, okay and so i did you know i don't but okay yeah. but no it, it was it was fun i enjoyed it i hope i can do it finish it have it look good and then post it and have other people want portrait tattoos because it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Exciting. You think it looks terrible. You think it's the worst tattoo you've ever seen. Then none of that you is You think true. I should stop doing portraits altogether, not even just tattooing, but in just yeah. art. Maybe just stopping art. I've always hated your portraits the I know. whole time. For as long as I've known you. I know. I've they're not good. I look all. back at ones I was doing in high school and I say, what the fuck was I doing? Okay? I really <laughs> do. So... No, we're on the same page there, Grayson. But again, this woman didn't kill me, and I have nothing but gratitude for that fact. That's so exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Grayson, I got to ask you. It's been a lot of talk about Gary Glitter. A lot yes. of talk about uh, Kevin Spacey and, and Jared Fogel tonight. What's your ideal dating range? Oh, boy. This topic is brought to you by, um, by Wilson. By Wilson. Your younger brother. Yep. He requested we talk about... Um, the age ranges we're okay dating inside of. And I think it's a great question. I, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. You know, well, what do you, what do you just, just try to throw some words out there? Try to see where you land. Well, I'm going to start with a baseline of 18 plus. Okay. That's very good. Some people, not to name names, (laughs) (laughs) maybe some people we've mentioned so far. (laughs) What are you talking about? They, yeah, they won't have that, that same courtesy. Right. So I'm glad you're there. And guess what? You're especially moral because we're in Texas. If you wanted to to hook up with 17 year olds, you'd be within your legal rights. Is that true? I think so. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not planning to put it to the test. Yeah. I mean, don't test it. I mean, but I know Steven's listening. It might be to his betterment. Yeah, Steven, before you give it a shot. I can look it up. I can look it up. Yeah, Steven. before we get Steven. Oh, did you want to see another photo of Vince with a mustache? Because he looks like a like a rooster here. It's That's a little, so much worse. Yeah, it's a lot worse. Um, but what was I looking up? Texas? Um, 
Yeah, Texas Age of Consent, I believe. Let's see. Oh. Sometimes when I type with just my left hand, I hit the wrong buttons. Texas Age of Consent is, is 17. Overall, just a, a hard line at 17. So, but this is really relevant for you, Grayson, and for Steven. No, sorry, it doesn't apply to Steven anymore. But one of the people also ask prompts is, can a 22-year-old be with a 17-year-old in Texas? Um, to which it just reiterates the age of consent is 17. So, yes. Wow. Wow. So, Steven... So I'm getting bonus points by being. That's what I was saying. You're like especially moral of a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I personally don't dip below thirty, just because I want to make sure. Yeah, a lot of people have regrets in their twenties, and like, I I don't want to be responsible for that. Right. So you don't want to be another regret. No, 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 no. Versus in their thirties, no one has regrets in their thirties. So Grayson, we we have so, but you would be willing to date an eighteen year old. You're saying. I mean, probably not. Yeah, it's a little tough because when I met Brandy, she was 19 and like on the, the tail end of 19. And even then I felt like and I was 21. Mm-hmm. So there's a two year ish difference. But even still, I felt like, yeah, like she could still say she's a teenager, which is weird. I think like in that scenario, I don't think that's a weird age gap at all. I, I think, think it just feels that way because she's born in in November. Right. So her like birthday is makes her one of the older ones in her grade mm-hmm. i was one of the younger ones in my grade and i graduated a year early you know so, so well she's like a sophomore in college i've been out of college for two years you know mm-hmm. so it feels like a bigger gap than there actually right. is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right i don't know i don't i i don't know uh-huh i don't that doesn't sound like a big gap to me even still uh-huh but again, back to the more important question, the more pressing one. Would Grayson, if you're if you're getting on Tinder, are you setting your your minimum age to eighteen? I mean, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't go lower, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can if you set it to exclusively Texas. It's true. Oh shit! I wonder. I there's no way. No way, because the app no probably shot. like the app store probably has the thing of like eighteen plus. Yeah, that's my guess. So. Also, if they did lower it based on the age of consent, that really doesn't do much for their reputation of, like, not wanting no. to be a hookup app. No. Um, that'd be tough. I feel like they've just accepted it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So, w- w- again, I need your thoughts. I don't know. I don't know if I have any hard stances on this. Oldest. Oldest? Okay, let me think. We had discussed with Wilson, divide by two, add seven, right? Divide by two and add seven. So you. So I, 22 minus seven would be 15 times two, so 30 would hypothetically be the oldest. You with a 30-year-old would be kind of wild. That would be awful. awful. I'd probably stick like 25 max. Can I present a scenario in which a 30-year-old would be ideal for you? Is it Jenny? <laughs> I mean, listen, I didn't even think. But that's so like far like that is the ideal ideal like not even realistic ideal that i I had not considered but yes in a perfect world um in a slightly less perfect world this 30 year old woman is very financially equipped maybe she already has enough money to retire and like has enough money for her entire family to retire and like maybe her next couple of generations to retire is it marianne williamson i mean potentially again i wasn't going with a specific woman in mind but sure let's say it's marianne marianne is is very firm in her wealth she's going to have some passive income streams through she's all her be books president of the united states she'll also have that but also her more immediate goals 
are to find a strapping young stallion who she can go live in the woods and make jam with. I am definitely a strapping young stallion. That's right. I'm often described that way. I would think so. I would think so. And again, the whole goal here is she has enough money to support a lifetime of living in the woods in a cottage making jam. That's exciting. Yeah. But you wouldn't be all in if this woman wants to support... I mean, if that was the only reason I was with her, that feels exploitative. Well, it's not the only reason, but like... If it was that and also I was madly in love with her, then like, yeah, but mostly for the madly in love with her part. But you don't see yourself falling madly in love with a 30-year-old woman at this point in your life. Correct. Okay. And why not? Or at least the probability of it is quite low. Yeah. In much the same way, the probability of me dating an 18-year-old also seems quite low. Yeah. I guess so. But again, it happened with Jenny. Like, Jenny, I don't want to expose her age on this podcast, but I think she might be a couple years over 30. Mm. And, I, yeah, she, she might be late 20s. Um, but the point is, a woman who is, like, a little bit older than you, you still have fallen massively in love with. So like, it's possible yeah, to happen it's, again. It's hypothetically possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But, like, you know, we're talking freak circumstances here. Mm-hmm. Don't call Jenny a freak. One in ten billion. Mm-hmm. So, so, what is the most realistic scenario? How do you fall in love? <laughs> no, I don't. I just die alone. Really? Yeah. Nash, in a cottage? Probably. In the woods? Ideally. Jam all over you? Well, why would it be all over me? You've collapsed on your jam? <laughs> That's a sad way to go. <laughs> I mean, I but, guess. But, you know, at least I was making jam till the end. Yeah. That's something to be proud of. I think the saddest way to go is Bob Saget. Just, like, being successful being in a hotel like you're a successful guy a lot of people like you a lot of people love you you're but you're like you die in a hotel room alone because you hit your head too hard like that's just is that how he died he just collapsed in his hotel smashed his head and he couldn't get up like he was still like awake for a while but he couldn't do anything like he couldn't call for help because he was just on the ground and so fucked because his head was like hemorrhaging or some shit so that's crazy yeah God rest Bob Saget's soul. Poor guy. One man who will not be hosting Boy Oh Boy. <laughs> For various reasons. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. He's the complicated. He's a little too risque for this podcast, honestly. Just a little. He uses some foul language that I don't, he used some foul language that I don't approve of. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about one of the Olsen twins, if they wanted to marry you? Um... No. Why? I think they're both kind of ugly. Oh, are they? Yeah. I haven't seen them since they were really little. so They're kind of creepy looking. Ah, I'm sorry. You haven't seen them since you were really little? Since they were really little. I haven't seen them since they were in Full House. So you wanted me to answer that question based off of the Olsen twins as they appeared in Full House. Well, I wasn't necessarily basing it off of their appearance. I assume they're older, and I assume... That maybe just like the, you know, the cachet that comes with having starred and also the wealth that comes with having starred in one of the most successful sitcoms of all time could go a long way in building a successful relationship. No, they're kind of wacky looking. Oh, sorry. So you're that vain. What if you fell massively in love with one of them? Well, then, yeah, that's an exception. Okay. Do you see yourself falling massively in love with a wacky looking girl? No, probably not. Any wacky looking girl? Odds are low. Damn. I'm very picky, JC. But you, you couldn't describe someone as attractive and also be like they look kind of wacky maybe goofy but not wacky Mm. 
like I think there's an important like minor marginal difference but it's like there i feel like goofy is almost worse i feel like i'd be less likely to describe someone i found attractive as goofy goofy is like that's tough to come back from but wacky is like oh so wacky no i could go for goofy over wacky (laughs) that's where we differ because when i think goofy i think just a little odd Mm -hmm. when i think wacky i think crackhead i understand yeah no we are not on the same page there when i think of crackheads the terminology accompanying it is goofy crackhead actually is usually um crackhead crack whore um addict you know we got a lot of them yeah your enunciation from crackhead crack whore 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 crack whore really emphasize the second part of that whore yeah yeah did you know 21 Pilots says whore in one of their songs? It's a little edgy no. for them. They're a Christian band. <laughs> They're a Christian band, they of are. course, yeah. Of course, of course. Grayson, I have one last question for you on this podcast. What is this red liquid to my right? This this drunken red liquid. There's there's a few drops left in the glass. It's probably grape juice. Grape juice? Ah, I could buy that. It looks a little grapey. I... could buy that it was probably grape juice it's either grape juice or cranberry juice and i think it was grape juice okay 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 i'm sorry i just i'm sorry if you heard me like kind of stumble right there or, like just get a little silent it's because we're we're nearing the end of the episode and it feels like the chains are still on and yeah i mean the chains never came off no and i worry that we were lied to in all the emails we were set up it's been Grayson. Can you check your email right now? Maybe we got a new one. Maybe there's an update. Maybe there's an update. Maybe this is where we find out. Right. Okay. All the answers. I'm pulling it up. All the responses. I'm this is exciting. Okay. I'm going to my email. Yeah. Okay. So I have an email right here. Oh shit. How the Hermit Kingdom became the world's control group for the largest vaccination trial ever. Okay. I think the chains are coming off. Oh fuck. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> A remarkable piece of journalism utilizing only public data. The author proves how dangerous the gene-based injections are. And that author is none other than our new podcast host, Grayson, what's their name? Dr. Yeaton. <laughs> Give it up for Dr. Yeaton, everybody! Well, that was just a quote. The actual author is Lioness of Judah Ministry. Is that our higher-ups? It's not Jenny? I guess so. It's the huh? Lioness of Judah Ministry. Okay. Well, we're proud employees of the Lioness of Judah Ministry. I don't think you want to say that. Also, Dr. Yeadon's first name is Mike, I just found out. I scrolled down a little farther. When does Mike come in? I don't think he does. Oh, fuck. Are you saying this might be an unrelated email? I think this might be an unrelated email. God fucking damn it. I'm sorry. This sucks. Okay, let me check. Let me see. Grayson actually just got an email. Mm-hmm. I got an email. What does it say? The subject is kind of crazy. It says EP 580. <laughs> Should I click on it? Yeah, go ahead and click on it, JC. Should I? But I don't want. What? This is scary. No, but what if the chains come off on episode 580, JC? Grayson, you were right. Grayson, this is episode 580. 
The chains are off. Holy shit. I can't we should have seen this coming. We should have. God damn it. So many more episodes. We haven't even made we'll it to three hundred. I guess. We'll make it. God damn it. Whatever. It's only, what, four more years of our life? <sighs> Five? It's just Nothing. these chains are so heavy. They're so heavy. They're so fucking heavy. But it's okay. We live. We live, Grayson. Is there anything else you want to talk about now that we know the chains are still on? No, not really. Okay. With the chains on, there's not really anything we can talk about. <sighs> no, I feel uninspired. Once those chains are off, though. Oh, my goodness. Stay tuned, guys. The things we'll say. <laughs> the, 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 oh, just you wait, guys. <laughs> when those chains just, are off. Just you wait. <laughs> the things we'll do. You'll think what Snoop Dogg did was nothing compared to what we'll do. Child play. That's what you'll think. We'll we'll be back. Not then. We'll be back actually next week with the chain still on. Um, Until then, goodbye, everybody. Adios. It's the podcast you never.